0: all right hey guys and welcome back to going within with sheena and jen and we have a very special guest here with us today um uh, miss crystal evans and um she has some very um interesting stories or story or stories to tell um the world um and we are so excited to have her here with us today um, she is the epitome of um going within, you know, um finding yourself and soul searching. And so without any further ado, um Crystal, the floor is yours. Yeah. Hello
1: everybody, and thanks for having me on Going Within. My
0: mm-hmm. name
1: is Crystal, and you know, I'm from God uh-huh. and born in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I want to talk about my book, Journey: My Story, God's Glory. And it talks about me from age 12 to 24 and what I had to do to survive and what I went through in my life after my mother's death. And um, after that, I will follow up with my business on how I became a business owner and how I changed my life. So, um, you can
0: start Sorry, sorry, Crystal. I just want to clarify that for the listeners. Um, What's the name of your book? What's it called? Journey. Journey. My
1: story, God's glory. And I will be, um, I guess they can go to Going Within and I'll give you guys a link to it soon.
0: Okay. And then. So that people can read it. mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. I I did read it and Jen did as well. I didn't finish it, um, but I did read. I would say the parts that were juicy. Um, the whole thing is juicy, Shayna. Yeah, I know. The, that's true. That is true. The whole thing is juicy because everything I've read so far is juicy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal. No,
1: I mean, you could go ahead and ask questions or did y'all got, okay. you guys want me to just talk about it?
0: Yes. And- okay, I, I have a question. Okay, so to start off, uh tell us um what, what motivated you or what inspired you to want to write that book, your story. I
1: did not want to write that book.
0: You didn't want to write it, okay. <laughs> did not
1: want to tell my story, did not want to remember anything that happened. I just wanted to bury it and act like it never happened. And I was homeless in my vehicle. And my uncle said, Why are you homeless in a vehicle? And I said, Um, because I don't want to stay with the man that said I could sleep on his couch, but wanted me in his bed. So I'm going to sleep in his car. <laughs> and he's like, uh-huh. well, come home. And I said, um, nah, God didn't tell me to do that. I hung up and blocked him. And I cried in my car, and I'm like, <laughs> Lord, I'm broken. Like, I never felt like this before. Is nothing that I could do when I need you. So I need you to give me a place. I cannot be out here in this car falling asleep in red lights not knowing if I'm gonna make it because somebody could walk up shoot me take my car put me in the trunk it was a lot going on in Detroit I was living in the city of Detroit
0: Detroit okay
1: <laughs> and so um, in that car I was just crying and crying and I heard the Lord tell me to write a book and I was like yeah yeah all right well Whatever. And I mean, you know, <laughs> not saying it like disrespectful, but that's how I was when he was saying it. I'm like, yeah, so what I'm saying is, I need a place. Like, I ain't trying to write no book. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I can't, I can't hear you. I don't know what you're saying, but listen to me. I'm crying to you now, and I need your help with housing, but it was already taken care of. I just didn't know it yet.
2: <laughs> ah. He
1: blessed me with housing, free rents for 15 or 16 months. When the place told me that they can only help me with a security and first month deposit, they went on and paid every month. And so 15 or 16 months. So I went to CNA school and then I uh, registered for community college. I had swimming, singing, acting. I was just going to school and this lady walked up to me and she was like, God told you to do something, not what you're doing. You're being disobedient and you need to do what he told you i'm like first off like hold on just like don't even
0: like hold
1: on god don't be telling about business like
0: but <laughs> i you was were wondering how does she how does she how do you know that like
1: it's supernatural a lot of yeah. stuff happens. so I, I don't i didn't question it oh,
0: okay I, so like, sometimes it can catch you off guard you know like wait i
1: wait. was just mad because i'm like this is my business you know not oh. sure <laughs>
0: yeah (laughs) but yeah
1: in this car i was so hurt like i feel like somebody ran over my big toe or something like i was mad and hurt like you know how the pain that would that would cause
0: yes
1: i was in pain and the lord you know he he granted my my housing situation but he said right and i said no i'm good (laughs) <laughs> and he's yeah. like no I'm right and he was like I'm gonna give you double for your pain and triple for your shame and I was like yeah I don't want to write but I was a writer since I was a child I used to write poems I used to write songs all of that so it wasn't nothing for me to write I just didn't want to talk about the bad stuff I didn't want to remember it right. so when I told him no I heard my mom's voice I brought you in this world not to take you out I said well if she could do it he could definitely do it. <laughs> I'm all right. That's what I decided. This is what I need to do.
0: <laughs> right. And
1: so yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, man, you you have a very uh very touching story as far as the the situations that you were in. Um when I was reading, um, I shed a few tears, uh, especially after. The incident with your mom, um, not being here anymore, um, how you took it, you know, and you were so young. Yeah. I, I could only imagine as a child, you know, going through that. Oh, my goodness.
1: It broke the hearts of many seeing my reaction. Because I'm yeah. like, y'all not about to put me up at yeah. the front of this casket. And they're like, come on, it's your mom. And I just lost it. Yeah. I screamed and hollered and kicked and I ran up out of there and they like, go calm her down. And my little sister was in there trying to hug me. I remember seeing her there and they was just, a lot of people was hugging me, but I seen my sister and I blanked out. And it's like, my spirit was out of my body, but my body was there being confident, but I was back there and like trying to figure it all out. Like, why did nobody warn me, prepare me? like his brain was
2: hit
0: him yeah and you know that'll be for anyone you know any child um you know who's going through something like that will always have will always have um you know a tough time dealing with that pain you know it's traumatizing
1: because i was 12 years old
0: yeah 12 years old yeah you don't you don't you don't understand yet you know you're like what's going on you're confused you know so i can only yeah i can only imagine because i i don't oh but um but i
1: hated her and i didn't want to know remember her think of her as my mom i feel like she left me and she i feel like she had a choice And she chose to leave me, Mm -hmm. and I hated her and God because I feel like He let her leave me, and she left me. But then, as I grew older, I knew it wasn't true because that woman would have killed and died for me. She would have got some rifles, AK forty sevens. (laughs) Man, she cried. (laughs) Look, she came from the play about me.
0: (laughs) Right, her only little girl.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah, child.
0: So, okay, so let's talk about what happened after your mom's death. What 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 incidents unfolded after that?
1: Um, my auntie ran downtown or wherever she ran, tried to get custody of me. But before she did that, she cleaned out both of our bank accounts, used the money for whatever. I don't even know. She went and buy me a toothbrush or a pair of pennies, so I don't know what she used the money for. And then she kept ordering stuff in my mama's name, computers, TVs, all kind of stuff kept coming to the house. And it kept upsetting me because I'm like, why is you doing this? And, you know, so, I don't know. It hurt seeing that. And then she used to say to me, it's your fault that my sister died. She shouldn't have had you. They told her she couldn't have kids. She used to say that to me over and over and then tell me I wasn't going to be nothing. I would be like my father. She just used to always try to hurt me with her words yeah and so I was silent because how my personality is now it's how it was when I was younger but living with her and her trying to beat me down it just made me silent it made me not feel like I was nothing it made me feel like I was ugly it just made me feel like I just wanted to die so I tried to kill myself after that and then she allowed her boyfriend to rape me and cover it up and I tried to kill myself after that I started going to counseling it made it worse because it was like they were digging like they wanted me to cry
0: wow
1: okay so and the, one one second uh-huh. <laughs> this yeah. is how she i know that she know i was being listening right because one night i used to wake her kids up and tell them to stand behind the door he finna come in here. I want y'all to see him. I'm not lying. And they they stood up behind the door. So, they know. They seen it. And the mother seen it because I seen her. The bed was like right here. The door right there. And I could see her peeking to see what was he coming in there to do. So, when I seen her, I know that she knew. But she didn't stop it. She just probably stayed there for a minute and went back to cry, gather herself together if she did cry.
0: And, you know... Yeah. So they failed you tremendously with, with protecting you, um, especially after your mom passed, you know, they, they were supposed to be the family that was there to protect you because your mom was no longer there, you know? And, and, um, where, where was your father at the time when your mom died?
1: Uh, he was in and out of my life. I seen him maybe like six or seven times by that time um when he did come he used to steal stuff from us he stole my bike he stole my clothes and my mama was telling me well your daddy he stole when he came so she ain't like <laughs> she told yeah. me and so it made me not like him want a relationship with him because I'm like I'm in the car with him one time I don't know why she let me go with him or what was going on I think she gave me to his sister who wasn't on drugs and she was like, Oh, she can go pick up her sisters with you or whatever. But this man in the car sniffing drugs, all type of stuff, while I'm looking at him. So I'm just like, it made me not be able to watch New Jack City, Crooklyn, none of that, because I would throw up at watching people
2: do drugs. Wow. And
1: people were like, like, what's wrong with her? She can't watch a movie. But no, it made me sick to my stomach. Cause I'm yeah. like, how could and it made me hate crackheads because I'm like, how could you not love yourself? And that's what I used to say to them as a child. How could you not love yourself? I'm like,
0: wow, a child. Yay. Yeah.
1: Because I used to see the effects of it. They would do it right there. And then they would stand up doing all this or just standing up, sleep and all type of craziness or looking for something that wasn't there. So I'm a child and I'm staring at this up, up, up close and personal and I'm seeing their kids getting scared. So I'm like, why would you do this in your child right there? And I, I had a lot of questions and they were like, okay, well, we don't have to answer to you. You're a child. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I did ask a lot of questions.
0: Crystal, your story is really crazy. So, all right. So all this is happening, you know, you're, you're living with your aunt, right. At that, Mm -hmm. at that point in time. Right. So I was reading, you were living with your aunt and they had no kind of protection for you. They're, it was just
1: everybody was like, I was 12. My aunt might have been, let me see, if I was 12, she was probably 22. So she mm-hmm. was still fresh out of her teenage years. She had like seven kids. I was taking care of the kids because after I reported it. She had to leave the household. Well, he had to leave the household and she wanted to follow him. Mm-hmm. So she did and left us in the house. It was fake money in a safe. It was drugs in a safe. So if it wasn't food, we sold the drugs or we spent the fake money at the store.
0: Which so when you led- say we, it was
1: like, it her kids me oh. and her, her youngest I mean her oldest daughter was only like three or four years younger than me but then the other ones they trickled down like every two years it was another kid and the the youngest child was one I believe that she left me with or a little bit under one so I was cooking I was cleaning I was helping with homework I was bringing them to school I failed because I couldn't go to school and leave the kids I mean I could have but I wouldn't so you I were failed. basically their mom yeah i failed then and then i failed my first year in high school because i couldn't go to school because i had to take her kids and still do that or whatever yeah and so i had to do homeschooling well me and my first husband he helps me with my online schooling or whatever so i could pass and then we went to college together but yeah but in high school I used to just go to try to get away from them, but sometimes I didn't go. i just leave and just go downtown or do something because it was just too much. Yeah. Then she looked, like, after I reported it to the cops and told them, oh, he's molesting me or he raping me, my uncles found out, and it was going to be over for him. But she was like, no, no, she lying. She just fast. If he did something to her, it was because of her, not him. Because he had a good job. He was a good man. He didn't have no kids, and she wanted to keep him. So... It was like me or him, and she picked him. Right. But then she was like, I do need her to get the checks that she getting in to babysit. Mm. So, let me go get her. Different family members passed me on. Like, she ain't giving up no money. She got to go. And I'm going to different houses thinking I'm settling in. But I was in like 40-something houses before I was able to get my own. So... After being raped and molested, I urinated on myself until probably like 17 or 18 years old, anyway. On boyfriends, all type of stuff, because I couldn't hold it. And then wow. I used to be panting and crying like this is embarrassing, Lord. Can you help me stop? Like, and then my aunt used to talk about me and call me names. But after I used it, I did get up and shower or whatever, but she still was so mean and hateful. mm mm mm. It took
0: me years to forgive her, but I still yes. don't deal. That's years of trauma. Yeah, That's, you had a lot to heal from, and I know you're still going through it and still going through your healing process, and like a lot of us are. Um, but it's just so unfortunate sometimes that some of us go through more, you know, than others as far as our childhood, especially, you know, the the childhood trauma is like. Packed on like layers of an onion you know and then when you become an adult you have to now peel those layers off and try to find who you really are you know in the midst of all of that and it, I but know. I'm
1: glad that I knew God because if I didn't yes I wouldn't have made it I wouldn't have made it nowhere. Right. <laughs> it's like I looked at everything from a different perspective because I loved and knew God. And I had a relationship with God since I was like four or five. When mm-hmm. they used to always take me to church, my family had churches. So my great aunt, she had her own church. And everybody was doing ministry, not us, but, you know, the, the people that was under her or whatever that was family. So we knew church and had to go and listen and i was going for the music because i was a baby but the word was being poured into me and i didn't know because i was able to post stuff and i'm like i know that oh but it was because i was sitting under it so it got in me yeah and um i used to like say god if you're real make the light blink four times and stuff <laughs> like that as a kid. but he used to do it so i used to be like okay okay one more time like i used to just because it said test the spirit by the spirit and as a child that's what i did so it helped me to build my relationship just by doing what people will say stupid stuff just to see you know like he showed up every time and then the other time he showed up it was like my 21st birthday it was storm and black in detroit and i was like crying and hurting i'm like it's always a bad birthday for me can i get two hours of sunshine and i'm crying that rain and the clouds try
0: yes that's good that's good so that means you had like a little bit of sunshine you know in the midst of the storm you had a little Mm -hmm. bit of sunshine and god was just showing you that i am here I'm he with you. He never left me. He never
1: said I'll never leave or forsake you when he right, did.
0: Right, right. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's I
1: always provided. Like I never had to work for real. I probably had five jobs and I, I never stayed at a job for more than a mm-hmm. couple weeks. And he always provided, even after I had my own places and stuff like that. So right. it was like send people to be my family and he removed family that wasn't for me. hmm so he started to place people around me to help. Cultivate me and make me into the woman that he wanted me to be. Yeah. So it didn't start like that, though. It was a process, and he gave me the, the 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 name of the book, Journey. He showed me how to put it how he wanted, it, cause I did it my own way, and he's like, no, right. and throw so that and start over. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, yeah. I did it. I
1: did it. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that's a beautiful name for a book, Journey. I like that because you know a lot of the times we're we're so fixated on you know oh I'm, I can't wait till I get there I can't wait till I get to this part of my life where it's good but it's the journey the process of getting there it's the beautiful part that's when you begin to you're forced to go within right you're forced I believe to too
1: mm-hmm. that he wanted me to focus on Healing this whole time, so that's why I didn't have to work. That's why he just gave me stuff. That's why everything was given to me. So some people are. I'm. I'm not saying other people not his favorite, and he don't you know do stuff for them. Right, right, right. Me for real, right. <laughs> was, Especially
0: when you acknowledge you yeah. know, him and you have faith in him, then of course he's going to and show. He
1: can never put more on you than you could bear, and he know. When it got rough and tough, yep. and I was walking around with them bags, <laughs> like you know, right? I got everything else. Do you worry about him? you heal your mind, you heal your yes. body. You you stay here with me. Don't leave because right. after being raped and molested, it's like I didn't believe that I could say no to men or boys no more. When I said no, it's like they did it anyway. And so I was just lay there crying up under somebody. Like, again, I trusted oh this. people. They just on top of me again. Like, I just wanted to go to the movies. I just wanted a hook. I just wanted to feel love. And they <clears throat> screwed me. And this ain't what I wanted. And right. I said I didn't want this. They knew I didn't want it. Mm-hmm. But since I'm so nice, they just screwed me anyway. Right. So that's how, in my teenage years, I had, you know, sex partners because mm-hmm. it's like it was taking advantage of me. Right, And then it's like, I started crying so much, like, God, could you just, like, help me or heal me or whatever? And then it's like, I think I fell away from God or I left him for a minute because I'm like, these dudes going crazy over this? And I'm like, okay, well, let me make them crazy then. I tried to get control over it by learning my body and knowing how to do stuff to make them crazy because Mm -hmm. that's all they wanted anyway. So...
0: Yeah. So you was
1: started just... like as a power over them. Mm-hmm. And then I started to like it. And then I became addicted.
2: Mm-hmm. And I couldn't
1: stop. <laughs> but it wasn't yeah. like, oh, let me just do it to everybody. It was right. just one person. But I still couldn't stop. I did it from sun up to sundown. If we weren't working, we was younger, so we wasn't working. So we ain't had nothing to do. I'm like, right. let's just screw all day. Let's screw all day long. And he <laughs> was doing it. <laughs> So and so I got a feeling like that and I'm like I'm putting this over you guys and I don't want it I'm like it feel good and oh do I like I ain't gonna even say oh what I was gonna say but
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm like, um Jen do you have
0: any questions for Crystal about her story so far mm. I know it's crazy story she's no, been great
3: I just, just want to say that I think it's absolutely incredible and just so touching that you never lost yourself with god Mm -hmm. like like he was there with you every step of the way and you never let go of everything that has ever happened to you in your life like that's some serious shit like like i almost started crying like i just like, I, almost started going like panic mode because I was thinking to myself, "Oh my gosh, this poor girl, she lost her mom and, and this and this and this." But you never lost sight of God, or or who he, you just you just like clinged on to him with all your might, and I just I just absolutely incredible. What a testimony! I mean, seriously, incredible, seriously. Like in my mind. Like I'm an empath, and so I feel people's energy. Like I immediately, Mm -hmm. when this started, I immediately went into like panic mode. I had a panic attack, breathing heavily, and I kept thinking, "All right, Lord, she is under some serious stress—like anxiety, or you know, like something is happening here." And then the more she was talking, and the more you were talking, the more I was just like, "This poor," you know, "I just my my I just I couldn't even. It makes my shit." Mall. Mm-hmm. It really, really does, and yeah,
0: yeah that's absolutely. how I feel too.
3: Like, but you never lost sight mm-hmm. of of God. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. if you think about all the shit that women, woman, that she went through, right? Drugs. I mean, her mom died. Her mm-hmm. her aunt wasn't taking care of her, wasn't protecting her, it wasn't what
0: protecting her. Like,
3: why are you not protecting this child?
0: Right.
1: I tried to look at things from her point of view, though. Like, if she had started having kids at 15 and got married by 16, 17, and then he went to jail and left mm-hmm. her with kids, and she just wanted somebody. So she didn't, I was just trying to figure out what could be in her mind to say, to make her say that it was okay. Like, mm-hmm. I never talked to her about it. And I don't think she ever wanted to talk about it. She just used to make me go to the police station and lie to them and say it didn't happen. And then if her and him got into it, she brought me back to the police station to tell them what happened. And then it was like she was trying to be manipulative and hold it over his head and have control over him or the situation as well. And so it was just like-
3: how How was your relationship now with men?
1: I don't, um it's like everything that happens to me never did de- happen. So I don't like well <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fighter uh-huh. now. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: So that's why I'm laughing. You what? Uh huh. What you see? I said I'm a fighter now, so oh, that's yeah. why I'm laughing. Yeah, yes, you are. I'm only a fighter when I'm provoked, but I mean, I don't hold that over nobody else here for something that somebody else did to me.
0: I just like go on with life. So okay, so Hmm. this is getting juicy now. So okay, so after all these, this these things happened to you, right? Mm -hmm. What was the point? There was a point where. You know, you have to start your healing process, right?
1: I didn't heal until my second marriage.
0: Mm-hmm. This whole
1: time, I just buried it and left it alone. Like, all right, fuck them. I'm just going to lead them in the dust and I'll never got to see them again. You know, if it, they say blood, thicker than water, but if they hurting me, I can't be there. So.
0: Absolutely. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's blood or not. If they're negative influence on you, they're not adding to your growth. They are, you know, bringing you down. All these things you don't. It's not all it.
1: of them, though. It mm-hmm. was just the women The
0: ones the that people. are. It was prior. my. It was,
1: it was. my grandmother because she was chasing the man. Mm-hmm. It was my auntie because she was chasing the man and the man in my family. I was close to them, but they was following a woman who was like, and even though they women was married in the family or whatever, mm-hmm. it still seemed like that it wasn't you know, marrying the family, they've been with their mates since they was kids. So they grew up together and then had kids. So it wasn't like some stranger. They always been around since I was alive, you know, before I was alive. So it was like when I was growing up, just like that's my uncle, his girl, still my auntie, like it went even, even before they was married because they were still there. So it was like everybody worried about their immediate little circle of their family inside the family because I had a huge family, but nobody just had the time for me. Right. And I did good with the pastor for a minute or whatever. But it's like people, husbands, you know, they'd be like, okay, so when she leaving and stuff like that, you know, it was always that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it can get like that sometimes.
1: I ended up moving and living with guys that took care of me and just wanted to be around or stuff like that. At first, it was like different strangers that would take me in and they treated me better than my family. Mm-hmm. So,
0: right so okay so crystal um man you've been through a lot okay so after I know in the book after I think you left your aunt's house and then you were in the custody of like DCS mm-hmm. or uh child protective services and you were in uh were you like going from like foster home to foster home okay you it were the- was
1: just family members house. Oh. And after that, I got married and emancipated. Okay. Uh, I got married to so get emancipated Like we How old were you? When
0: I you got was 17,
1: married? turning 18. Oh, and wow. it was like two weeks before my 18th birthday. I talked to him and I was like, hey, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> and he was like, all right, love, we could get married. He didn't have no parents. I didn't have no parents. We didn't have no guidance, but we both love the Lord. Yeah. He helped me to not be a home. <laughs> Mm-hmm. he told me to cross my legs wear your, your skirts and your dresses under your knees and we did ministry together we mm-hmm. both became youth ministers he started um like co-pastoring he used to play the piano I used to sing in the choir and do praise dancing so it didn't start out like that because I used to whoop him <laughs> oh my God. I, was, I was mean at first and right. well you had a-, a lot of
0: anger built up inside of you
1: and I didn't know how to love. I didn't know how to mm-hmm. be a wife and all of that. But the churches that we went to, they helped us because we was 18. He became 19 and, you know, four months after I became 18 or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, he was a good guy, but I messed him up because I wasn't ready for nobody like him. So since he, his daddy was on drugs, his mama was on drugs, she left him with the daddy, he was abandoned, he lived in abandoned basements with bugs and all kind of stuff and didn't have food. So it's like when we met, it's like we helped each other or whatever. And he fell in love with me. He was a virgin. I took his virginity. We was married, but I didn't know he was
0: in love with me. I was just
1: thinking like, okay, well, this is a get out of jail free
0: card. Yeah, you didn't. You wasn't quite. You didn't understand what being in love was.
1: And when he told me he loved me, I moved back home. Like, oh, I gotta be with my husband because you know, God honors marriage. So I left my boyfriend. I was with my husband. Mm. But then his girlfriend popped back up, and I was kind of blur. Uh, I burned the kitchen down, and the police came get me. And my grandma came to get me because I wasn't listening to the police. I told them, I'm not leaving because this is my house too. It's my husband. And I had on my little sheet like a toga, and they was just looking like, well, we can't get her out of here. My grandma <laughs> was like, I got to go to work. you going to come. I said, nobody tell you to come over here. You shouldn't have not listen to them then because I ain't going with you oh my god he don't have that girl over here no had me come back from detroit all Okay. Right.
0: you were just fighting for your life that's all you were doing
1: and you know. fighting for this too
0: yeah <laughs> whatever you felt was right in that moment yeah man well,
1: my mama was rocky now i'm just fine <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, okay. So now let's, let's, uh, let's fast forward to, uh, present day or like the last five years or so. How, how would you say is, how did your life, did it change? Do you feel like your life, um, got better? Um, I don't know if that's if I'm asking it the right way I had it in my brain but do you feel like you're in a better place now basically like
1: the last five years
0: mm-hmm. mentally spiritually
1: well I want to go back to seven years okay because I want to go back to before I had a kid okay before I had a kid. Um. I was basically getting my life in order and together. I got my own place because I was living in dorms and with people still. And then, um, yeah, I got my own place. Oh, no. Remember when I was telling you that God paid my rent for 15 months or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was straight. So after this, while he telling me to do this book, I met my second husband. Okay. And um, when I met him, he chased me through the hallways of the college. And I was running. He was a big guy, but he was on my tail. Talking like, about God said you're my wife. I said he ain't tell me that. He ain't wait, tell me that.
0: He, <laughs> he was chasing me through wait, wait, college. What? He was chasing you through the college, talking about yeah. you're his wife. Yep. And then I'm like, well, I do want
1: a baby. Okay. <laughs> and so, cause I went to this church and this women conference, and the lady was like, I was like, I want a baby. How my mama was. And then. Yeah. This man, Papa was talking about some getting married, and the lady said I had to be married to have a baby. So I'm like, all right, we could do it.
0: After. <laughs> 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 you were just <laughs> like, That's Let's what do I it. need
1: to get popped off. Come on, what are we doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> so, at least you, you got married, yeah.
1: And that nigga was gay. So.
0: Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember you <laughs> telling me that. Wow.
1: And he could have said, I mean, he could have said. You Wait, know, how long
0: were y'all married for before you found that out? God showed me immediately what was going on
1: uh, because I had visions of him doing the act like I was watching porn. I could be sitting there talking to him on the screen a come up, big screen TV, not a little And I just get seeing stuff and I'm looking at it while he talks to me, like, oh, what? <laughs> From from and why am I seeing it? It's not nice. I don't want to see this. Like mm-hmm. I and it happened for like all the end. So I'm like, okay, if someone want to see me, and he was like, no. I'm like, okay, how do I say something about this without making him feel like less of a man fighting this nigga? Or <laughs> I'm sorry for saying that, but That's you know, <laughs> <laughs> just like how do I go about this and? Mm-hmm. I'm like God. What? What's this? Like, is you showing yeah. me something, something, or is this me? Like, just seeing something that, like, why? How am I doing this? Because a lot of supernatural stuff happens. So I'm just like, okay. I'm like, yeah. So, um, you ever was with another a dude or whatever, and he was like, anything that happened before you, I not gotta talk to you about. It. And I said, well, we ain't gonna be married then, because <laughs> we ain't gonna do that, right? I
2: was
1: so everything, and so. We at church one day, and they was like, all the hidden things need to be revealed. And my pastor got the going in, we sat in there crying. He was like, you got to, and he was like, and you got to forgive for real. You can't say you forgive, and you don't really forgive. And I'm like, I forget. I'm off going to call them right there at the church. I'm calling us, and <laughs> this man. And I'm like, well, I ain't got to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm the> Lord, <laughs> I'm like, okay, this. that's when I started to, I really forgave being in that service, like, when I was with that man, and then he got home, and he was, like, crying and stuff, and I'm like, you good? And he was like, I'm sorry, you know, I, I was hiding this from you, but, you know, I was raped at six, and when I was raped, it was an older boy, that was a child, had hit me in the head, and I fell out in the basement and woke up different, and he was like, I started to, like, being penetrated and i was like oh, okay and i used to hate gay people but when he told me that i accepted what he said and i was like oh, okay that's fine you know i you know was a dancer and people looked fine. on me and all that stuff so we good everybody got a pass
0: right we both slept so, with the same. okay sex. so my question to that is like okay so he didn't know he was gay before he was chasing you down the hallway in the college. You
1: know, but his mama them didn't, didn't want him to be gay. He wanted to love the Lord and live for the Lord because he wanted to be a man of God and he wanted to be pleasing to his family. That was probably like it. a cover up, yeah. right? But he could have told me I was covering up, right?
2: Right. <laughs> That's exactly. only
1: me in the dark. But right. he just wanted a baby. He wanted a family, oh. and he could have said, "Be my friend, have my baby." And I'm finna be with this dude, but you know what I'm saying? We ain't have to get married. none of that. And then I end up pregnant and the baby was in the toilet. I seen it and fuck, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I I lost it. Cause I'm like, it's, okay. it's cause your ass gay, <laughs> and my <mom>. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just so like this or whatever, because it's of the okay. not worry about you. But yeah. that's how I, that's what I see it. And I'm yeah. like, it's your fault. Because God did not allow me to keep it or whatever because you're not being right. I'm being right. I'm like I beat the other husband up. I'm letting you be the man, so you don't. You want to be the girl, so like what the fuck?
0: And I'm like, you beat the other husband up.
1: I did because I didn't know I wasn't supposed to.
0: <laughs> you're right. You didn't know better. I'm just pissed
1: though. <laughs> I apologize. After I, I i fucked him up mentally physically all type of shit oh
2: yeah
1: apologize god let me see what i did and i cried for almost like three four months every time he called me and talked to me i was crying and apologizing and he was like you said (sighs) that and i'm like i'm so sorry i did not know i'm like i really did not know what i was doing and he was like, okay. But he never wanted to see me again. He been to California. He don't want to FaceTime. <laughs> he'll, he'll message me and give me a word of God or something. He ain't trying to ever see me. Because I used to be like, can I come visit? Or maybe he like, mm, yeah, with you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was He's like,
1: like, no, no. way. <laughs> but I believe he would have got back with me if he would have seen me Because I was his first love. His, his first yeah. wife. His first, I took his virginity. all that. And he ain't want that because he wanted to be Milo without me, I guess. Mm. But I was like, "You my, you my best friend. You like my cousin or something." He was like, "No, not." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but you watch me though, and he's like, "No, not." <laughs> that was like little girl, get out of my face! <laughs> You're my best friend.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Ew. Your ex
1: husband we don't really talk like that
0: want me to be your best friend do you are you still do you talk to him now are you guys still in uh, contact he messaged
1: me like he messaged me like maybe like six months ago okay. and he was had a bad dream about me and just to pray and to cover myself and if there's people around me doing certain stuff to mm. like just go so he just yeah. be like being like he always been my spiritual guide he always mm-hmm. prayed for me and covered me. And so that's probably what he just do, even though I'm not around.
0: Right, right. Which so is- when we
1: divorced, I did the divorce and wanted it. But when we did it, I feel like somebody, like a bulldozer, hit me in my stomach. I could not breathe. Snot mm-hmm. was everywhere. Well. Yeah, I had, I took your bed and hard or whatever.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, it had an effect on you physically. Yep. Because
1: I'm like, in my man, the only thing I could think is dang, he my cover. He the person that prayed for me. He the person that God showed stuff about me. And I walked away from it. And this this pastor told me, whatever y'all do, do not divorce. Y'all already at seven years of marriage, don't divorce. Y'all been through everything. Y'all know each other now. Everything going to be smooth. And I was like, that nigga, he cheated on me. We cheated on each other. Oh, damn. Why I'm worried about the last man, folks? (laughs) Like, what? And so that I was, was like, toxic. I'm not forgiving him. He yeah. was with that girl and gonna lie. Mm-hmm. And I'm with a nigga that got guns finna kill us both. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, <laughs> maybe we should go move from this place because he's kind of crazy. He got guns and stuff. <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm gonna go to California. <laughs> and I left. It was crazy. <laughs> Oh, Jean, I'm making you laugh over
3: there. Okay. <laughs> I'm like picturing all this in my mind. I'm like, that girl is chasing him down.
0: Sorry, I had to, Look to Jeremiah right quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, Crystal is very, she's one of a kind. She's been through a lot, and it shows in her personality, you know? It's yeah. like she's very bubbly, she's very bold outspoken you know Mm -hmm. fearless but those are the things that 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 make her who she is make you who you are you know and and um this is what this podcast podcast is about because you know we we all go through things we all have been through things especially as a child and uh, we have trauma that we have to face and heal from and those things will always be a part of us, you know, all what you've been through, Crystal, all the, the shame Mm -hmm. and the guilt and the, the, the abuse, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, it, it, it becomes part of who you are, it becomes your shadow, right, and then, so that part of you is your dark self, but you are the definition of someone who has accepted that, you've accepted those things uh, about, this is how we should all be, we accept our past what happened in the past to us it will always be a part of us but we don't let it kill us kill us we don't let it make us bitter people right when you do your healing work you you become less of a bitter person you become more empathetic because someone else who's who's going through what you've been through in the past you can now help them and you're more empathetic towards them because you're like i know exactly how you feel right now i, I don't you. want
1: nobody to hurt because i once hurt right and I want nobody to feel lost in no kind of way or be without so if they got something that they need i'll give my last to give it to them so they won't have to feel without so yeah i'm not, i'm what you call it empathic
0: too? empathetic yep empathetic, empathetic. And, and i don't have empathy yeah you have empathy because you know and that's good. And that's what makes you beautiful. That's what makes us as humans beautiful. The things that we've been through and we overcome them and then we heal from them and we learn from them, from the experience. And now we are able to help other people because we've been through that. And it, it makes you who you are. You know, you begin to learn yourself. You begin to learn about yourself, who you are on the inside. Because Mm -hmm. it kind of forces you to go within yourself and search, soul search, and be like, why am I getting triggered by this thing? And then when you reflect, right, in retrospect, and you're like, "Uh," you know, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. so every time I see this man his personality sometimes it's just a person personality that reminds me of so-and-so who abused me back in the day right mm-hmm. and then you associate that with them and then you're mean to them you lash out at them and but it's really just your trauma you're getting triggered by that person and it's causing you to give a response right mm-hmm. so with you i, I can think tell- I never
1: i never did that with other people though
0: what
1: like when I act out, mm-hmm. if I do it, like I was telling mm-hmm. you the other day, mm-hmm. like the person that I was talking about,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I did do that, but it was only because first he showed me other stuff. So he did do stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that made me be like, Okay, now I gotta watch you because you sneaky. Mm-hmm. And so like if he doing something, and I'm like, okay. Now, sometimes it don't have to be what I seen him doing, but now I'm thinking he always doing what he did because mm-hmm. he did it before. All and right. so other people in the past, they did it before. So that's mm-hmm. when I could do it like that. But you gotta show me something first. I'm just not gonna be looking at you, and you didn't show me something. I'm like, they just like them. If you True. break my trust, then I'm like, okay, so now, you know, you the same
0: person. Right. So you give them like the benefit of the doubt and then they have to prove otherwise. Like, okay, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. Oh, but now you just showed me your true color. So now, no, I'm just not assuming this is who you are. Yeah, that's how it ain't not for that.
1: So I didn't want (laughs) you to think that when I was saying
0: it. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I get where you're coming from. But yeah, so... That's why I really wanted you to come on a podcast because your story is, man, a lot of people can relate, you know. You've been through way more than I've been through. You know, and your story, it inspires me because I'm like, you're you're so strong, you know. And
1: I'm hearing that song, Donnie McCartney
0: get back up again. Get back up again. Every
1: time something knocked me down. It was like Get opposition came the- and yeah it, hit it ain't just like yeah push. yeah. it hit me like it, it could have killed me stopped me in mm-hmm. my tracks but then right. after crying grieving or sometimes just burying it and just forgetting it i was able to move past get on some notes just get to doing something and mm-hmm. i always did something to better me
0: okay i was just about to ask like okay so with, uh, as far as your trauma goes and your healing journey, what advice do you have for the people who are listening? Know God, <laughs> Came on with you. Not in your life, but in
1: before you, behind you, beside you, in you, yeah. mm-hmm. you gotta know God because you can't get yeah. through nothing without
0: him, right? Mm-hmm. Right, that's true, that's true, and you know, for the people who have different ways of knowing God because you know everybody in Christian but and they
1: call God different stuff so I mean I'm right, that, right. but
0: I you mean like okay for the, right. the broad range. right right like the live say, right love your neighbor
1: as yourself it's two commandments that he said in the last testament you love your neighbor as yourself and you love him with your whole heart so if you doing that you're not gonna try to kill nobody you're not gonna hit him on the head you're right. not gonna try to you know get him in no kind of way rob steal none of that and yeah. because you don't you wouldn't do it to yourself and then mm-hmm. you are gonna love him so you're not gonna sin against him so after right. you're doing both of those it's just like you can't i mean people slip and they do wrong but you're not gonna plan the wrong to do it
0: right exactly you're not gonna practice being I'm like you know, oh let me do this wrong.
1: Right. let me do this right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right so know god and and know yourself you know and 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 practice healing And when you know yourself mm-hmm.
1: and you know it's not like good in you because it's no good thing in our flesh mm-hmm. so if you know yourself and you know it's not good in you you got to be in his face you got to be mm-hmm. in the word you got to be like speaking life into you, cause mm-hmm. it's power True. of the tongue, life and death. So you gotta edify yourself with, I am a child of God. I am a king. I am a queen. I positive, am more than a conqueror. Affirmations. I, yes, yes. Yeah, and you gotta love you and love you how God loves you. Not just say you love
0: you. Right. Don't okay.
1: let sin kills you. So it's like it's like too much of nothing, like food. Mm-hmm. That. Can- you like it's like you know it's bad and you just want more of it and it's killing you when you could just say okay well this bad even though it tastes good or feel good
2: mm-hmm. but
1: I want you God I want I've been so blessed by God yeah that like I said I did not have to work I don't have I didn't have to buy my well I had to buy my food but he just always provided my food my shelter my cars people was buying me cars people yeah. gave me credit cards on their account with their name on it. Like, checks came in my my mailbox with my name on it for thousands of dollars that I ain't know where it came from. But every time I needed something, I got it. Right. Even if he sent a bird to bring it to me.
0: You still, (laughs) in in spite of everything that you've been going through, you still have favor over your life.
1: And he told me he was going to make me rich and and no sorrow. Mm -hmm. If I told my story, he said, don't leave nothing out. If it shames you, okay, I seen it. I'm the one that matters. So that's why, that you know, so I hold him at
0: his word. He might last me. That is so good, Crystal, because as a Reiki practitioner, um, you know, a lot of people or like clients that I may have present in the past, their energy centers are blocked. Wow. You know? Some people, the entire thing is blocked. Some people, it's just, you know one or two in women is usually the solar plexus and the sacral because you know in our womb area and our uterus and you know we hold a lot of uh energy shame and, and guilt. people yes and and emotions there so by not releasing it or having a way you know a a a source uh uh, uh, what you call? It? What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> if you don't have a way to basically disperse that energy or release it or you know ground it back into the earth, it will kill latch you. on, right? <laughs> and it can literally kill you because it'll
1: become a cancer,
0: mm-hmm, like a literal cancer. Then you go to the doctor. The doctor, auntie and, that's doing that's, me wrong, the
1: mm-hmm. auntie that's doing me wrong, she's still doing me wrong. But the auntie that's doing me wrong, her health is failing. Her mm-hmm. kids call me and tell me all the time stuff that's happening with her and to her. And it's because there's no good thing in her. But if she change and repent and, yeah. and take the whole of the Lord, he yeah. can reverse it.
0: Yeah, But she she that's not what needs- she want. So Right. And, you know, that's the thing, too. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. Um, I don't know if it was you, Jen, but, um, you know, people who are hurt right there's people who hurt from whatever it is happened to them and sometimes we tend to like bash them and be like you know you know you're just a terrible person you are just oh I do not like you but at the same time if we really look at the bigger picture which is something that we're not we weren't taught to do and we're not we don't practice often is to look at the bigger picture of things is that we will realize that these people are acting on the way they do or being the way they- I
1: was, did she ever get raped or something i tried to put they myself hurt. in her shoes to try to figure it out like i said because i don't hate her i love my auntie. i'm just i don't right.
0: trust her right right she
1: will not be around us that's all right exactly <laughs> that's but giving her a chance to attack bounty. that's like one in the alligator
0: pond like who Ooh, look at these cute alligators! <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's boundaries. You have to have boundaries with people like that because you be like, sister, girl, you you need to heal from your trauma. You see, Selena, Selena
1: helped that lady and would have died for that lady. Did anything for her, and that I always plan my man. Yes. So I be like, I gotta watch who around me because I that's ain't gonna Selena. And I've been
0: saying that for my. No, whole that's man. true. No, that's true. That's facts you know, because you have to understand it, it, it's not that you don't, you, 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 you throw hate at them, but it's like, okay, you have to have boundaries. First of all, you're going through your healing, you know what I'm saying? And they need to go through theirs. And unless they do, you're just like, Hey, look, I understand that you've been through X, Y, and Z, but you need to do A, B, and C before we can yeah. be cool because I'm trying to heal and you're, you're adding to, you're triggering me. You can't be around people who's causing you triggers when you're trying to heal because they're adding to that the the tension. You know, they're tightening the rope. You want you need it to be loose so you can freely, you know, you know you have to give yourself that time, that isolation, and don't be around people who are going to contribute to that negative you know, uh, uh aspect of your life. You don't you don't need more. You are, you have your own darkness, you know.
1: And some people will say make you vibrate
0: low. Right. Make you vibrate low, exactly. And th- and exactly. that can block your blessing in turn. It's a different thing.
1: Because if you can't vibrate high out of love and peace, you can't you can't get no blessings. You can't yeah. you're gonna be at a place of lack. Right. So that's why yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean you're doing really good um watching you and your life and thing and the things that you've been through you're doing better than most so, and
1: I want to ask you something in the last five years mm-hmm. that you've known me because yeah. you met me when Jeremiah was one yeah so how do you think I've progressed
0: a lot I think you I want to say matured um from when I first met you um I was working the all I was doing back. Oh year. yeah. You or was... the
1: like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've matured spiritually um a lot. And I am really proud of you, really, to see where you were and where you are Please. now. You actually put in the work and that's that's commendable, you know? Some people don't, and they they rather projected on other people and say, you know, it's everybody else's fault and not mine. No, you don't do that. you will be like, I know, I know I'm messed up, Sheena. I know I'm crazy in my head or I know I'm, you know, but you're trying, you put in the effort, you work at it every day, you know, and you listen to me. I'm like, girl actually listens to me, you know, (laughs) which is cool because, you know, at least I know I can be somewhat of a, a guidance for you, you know, as you are to me, you know, and yeah, you, you, you've came a long way. And from the time that I known you, you, I have seen a lot of progress, a lot of progress. And it made me want to be more in Jeremiah's life too, and take him away from you sometimes to give you a break. So you can just have like your little bussa and your, you know, and your you time. So you can, yeah, go within, <laughs> you know? Um, does Jen. Do you have anything to add? I feel like it's just been me and Crystal talking. <laughs>
3: no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just I, listening. Jen no. is just
0: like, oh my gosh, this girl, <laughs> like she watching a live stream. I know, like she watching a movie. <laughs> but yeah, so I know Jen don't really know you much, but she, I know she read your book some, and um, she's, you're probably to Jen, you're probably like a a little bit of a shock. I don't know if Jen ever met everybody like you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this girl is a lot but
1: nobody have met anybody like me
0: i know i when i first met you i was like i ain't never met no girl like her she's <laughs> a uh, uh, dynamite but in a good way you know in a good way but it could
1: be a, a, a dynamite in a bad way too though
0: yeah it could it could you know if you tip the scales to either or you know but that's in all of us you know we all have our dark and our light you know it's just we need to maintain it's just the that I'm
1: just tired that's all mhm yeah I don't, I don't deserve to be unhappy or treated badly absolutely because i don't treat people like that
0: absolutely and that's so true for all of when us. when i
1: feel you like mentioned. that i want to hit people so i go to counseling yeah.
0: so i want the, the anger gets best the anger gets the best of you and That's one thing I can relate with you on is the anger because I've had anger issues in the past. I have done a lot of work. I have done a lot of work on it. A lot of people know me as, you know, Sweet Sheena. And I mean, I am, I am mostly rainbows and unicorns, but I have my times where, you know, that dark shadow comes out and, you know, only select few people have seen it. And But I have learned to transmute it like an alchemist into being something positive as opposed to just, She-Hulk, I'm just going to smash everything, (laughs) you know, when I get angry. I learned that I I needed to control that and um, conceal it into a way where I can use it more into a positive thing or transmute it or just feel the anger, but don't everybody else don't have to experience that with me you know i don't have to share that with anybody else this is my anger i gotta deal with it and i deal with it the way that's the most healthiest for me and that's how i like to
1: share it though because it lets them know Mm -hmm. maybe i should think twice yeah
0: (laughs) that's true that's true
1: Mm-hmm. That's true.
0: Sometimes you really do have to show that you know you ain't taking no shit. Cause anymore. if you
1: lollipops
0: and gumdrops, they're gonna be like, yeah, let me trip her up real I quick. I can, I can just step <laughs> all over you. But if you I like trip me up life. and I get up, I'm gonna crack your head. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, you know, it's true. And I like when people underestimate me sometimes because it's like they underestimate me. They're like, oh, she's a sweetheart. She won't do nothing.
1: I'm just playing, <laughs> y'all. I don't crack people here unless I'm, you know may too no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the dark side comes out like <laughs> from the abyss of the shadows
1: <laughs> it was a dark gloomy night <laughs> <laughs> then i
0: go back to <laughs> but you know that's in all of us you know ain't nobody perfect ain't nobody have it all together we're all just in this thing figuring it out you know going through life one day at a time trying to figure this shit out because we don't know what the hell we're doing we don't know Mm -hmm. what the hell is going on okay none of us do we're just going with the flow with the flow in our own lane in our own path you know everybody have their own path Mm -hmm. and yeah it's um
3: it's so funny to hear i mean it's not funny but i mean i can relate to the anger because i remember one time Actually it's been a lot of times, but specifically when um in actual incident that this girl that was part of actually my cousin's girlfriend at the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And um I was always raised like nobody say anything about you. That's your name. Don't let nothing bad come out of that. You hold on to that, that belongs to you. Mm-hmm. This bitch was just running her <laughs> mouth. Just. So what I did, I lived on a lake in my own small town, like maybe 500 people.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And I, my neighbor across the street was having a little, I don't even know, Pamper shop, Mary Kay bullshit party. I don't know where it was. And I knew this girl was coming. Right. And so mm-hmm. I went out there. I had my red flame retardant robe it was like four o'clock in the afternoon had my cup of coffee and my cigarette i was sitting out there in the front yard i flipped my folding chair over and i sat in, in the middle of the yard my front yard and my aunt called me she's because she lived on the street so what are you doing i said i'm waiting for this girl to drive by some bitch i'm gonna get her <laughs> my goes, right there. and sure shit that girl drove right past me in her bmw and i thought game motherfucking on my aunt I went over there I went over there and um I don't know it was like a fire inside of me I had to say something to her I had to let her know that I just whatever I thought of this person Mm -hmm. and I wanted to just Changed the demeanor of a room immediately when I walked in. I wanted her to feel so uncomfortable <laughs> that I actually changed out of my robe, went across the street to the party, and I tackled that that thing that I wanted to do. And my aunt came over to my house and she goes, Jen, you better slow your ass down. You're getting too damn old for this shit. You cannot be taking women's these people down on beat people's ass. And I'm just like, I ain't doing it. I'm not. Yeah. I might be five, two and a hundred and something pounds,
0: but you're a dynamite.
3: By tire, I, I'm not going to deal with it. And I've been working at it. And I even like my, my mm-hmm. Kara, my Kara is a firecracker. Mm-hmm. Oh Oh boy. She firecracker. Like she will be like, she will go out and a suck it. And I just had to give her the same the same, same thing nobody said to her, me like listen flow your roll slow your ass down because somebody's gonna be bigger than you and I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass <laughs> <laughs> <Roll> your <shit. laughs> uh, and kara she's just a fire oh, 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 oh. yeah like, she has to let me. them know
0: what's on her mind
3: yes she's very passionate about yeah. that very passionate, but I think we all just have to work on that. We do, but when you were we're in it, we're like, uh uh-uh. uh, uh uh, uh-uh. it ain't happening no more. No, I went to that girl's house, I was knocking on her door. I'm like, I know you're in there, I know you're there. And my aunt was like, Jen, just let her go, just let her be. And I'm like, No, she's in there cooking a pie. I know it. She, she, the girl texted me and said, Oh, I'm home, I'm baking a pie. I said, I'll be there in five minutes. I got in my car. I drove to her house. Not I banging on windows. Oh my god. Trying to open the door. Thug life. I was like, open I'll be back. the
1: door so I can
3: kick your ass. Come outside right quick
0: so I can kick your ass.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I right. Like I got nothing but time. Nothing but time. Right. It's just I get it. It's like I don't know. I don't it's just stupid that we that like I feel like I have to be that way, but I'm just like, why are you so fucking stupid? Mm-hmm. Like just shut up.
0: Yeah. So right. We all, man, Jen, we all been there, you know? None of us is exempt. We just want well, to- Well,
3: just like that lady who hit me at Sonic I told you about. Uh-huh. I chased that girl. I chased that woman through Lafayette. You told me. You was like, I'm following her right now. I'm like, oh my My kids were in the car. My five-year-old, and my 10-year-old. I chased that bitch down. She she barely like she tapped my car. I was like, "Hell no!" She drove off, drove off, and went toward like we were like in the parking lot of Sonic and Five and Below and Michael not Michaels but Marshalls and Hobby oh, yeah, Lobby. Yeah, yeah. she pulled up all the way towards Fresh Time, and I was like, "Bet you are mine!" Oh. and she took me down, I was following her, and she took me down um Creasy through the subdivision before uh McCarty. Yeah, and I you she was about. like, call that I'm like, call that so I call them. I'm on dispatch. I'm telling them everywhere I'm going. Yeah. And then she takes me through Sam's parking lot. And then she it was crazy. It was crazy. Right. Like, I don't know it was like something just like talked to me. It was like Jen. You've got kids in the car, like this. Yes. Know-
0: what are you doing?
3: you, <laughs> like this isn't back of the day. I mean, this is like you need to stop and think yeah. about the safety of your children and yourself. Yeah. So yeah. I was talking to dispatch, and I'm like, "Ah, ah that lady, <laughs> that's lady nowhere." And then, sure enough, I had to meet the cops and everybody at Good. At, what was that Gordon's? No, Gordon's. They told me they caught her. They were like, Yeah, she's underage. She has no license. She has no insurance. It's not That's even her right. car. She didn't even told that she even told them. She goes, I didn't even know she was chasing me. Tina, she, she took yeah, me through right. the entire parking lot she was right like this, through Dollar General, five below, back to around. I was mm-hmm. like, ah, ah. Yeah, and, she's and lying. like, Yeah. Libby's yeah. like, yeah.
0: Oh my, oh my gosh, what am I doing my kid? But Yeah, I remember that day. You was like, Sheena, I am following her right now. I don't care. I don't care. I'm like, oh my gosh, Jen. It's like I don't
3: even care. I don't even care. Like, you're not- like it was so weird because even the ladies at Sonic were like, that girl just kind of hit and run. And I'm like, drive, <laughs> I mean,
0: it's
3: like this fierce comes over you. Like you're just like, no. Yeah. It's not okay.
0: Yeah it takes so over it can take it
3: does. over. Mm-hmm. it does but I can say that going through about 10 12 13 years of therapy out uh, just with my own traumas and my own escalations that now I'm I still like oh, let me just put it this way I had a phone call last weekend and Kara told Kara my Kristen both my girls got into a huge fight Mm-hmm. mother each other out Kara goes that's it I'm gonna leave it in mom's hands Kristen called me crying hysterically she's like mom please don't call my job please don't come to my job either please <laughs> just I'm like I don't even know what the hell you're talking about but I'm in my pajamas and I'm making products and I'm going nowhere <laughs> like, okay just please don't call my job I mean she was like seriously crying oh. and so um I just told them I said you know I'm I'm not going nowhere. I'm home. I'm in my pajamas. I'm 46 years old. Like I'm in bed by like eleven, even yeah. before that. And I'm just like thinking to myself, this is the impression that I put on my kids like I'm crazy or something. I don't know. Yeah. But like I said, after I was I was in therapy all
0: year. Therapy helps. Crystal, you're taking th- you're doing therapy in it. hmm
3: Yeah. You're doing therapy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, good.
3: It's me out of jail and out of hell. That's right.
0: <laughs> that's right. Keeps me out cool. of jail, out of hell. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. Absolutely, therapy is good. It's 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 been frowned upon, you know, especially in the black communities. Like it was like, oh my gosh, you're going to therapy, but nowadays, you know, it it's becoming more of something normal, and that's it's, good.
3: I don't know, like i think it's more uncommon not to go to therapy
0: right true
3: my family just when
1: i said i need to go to counseling you don't need counseling you're black you don't need counseling what's up with that
0: right it's like in in the black community jen you know it's like frowned upon what it used to be anyway it used to be very frowned upon like you're going to therapy
1: it still kind of is though like they feel like they get spiritual help from the pastor if it's just that serious or that you can deal with it you're strong you're yeah. supposed to be the able to deal thing, with anything
3: the mm-hmm. only thing that i don't like about therapy and i actually i have to get back in it because my doctor thinks it would be best for me but um is when you're starting over with a new therapist and you have to like retalk. Oh, and then you go through like anxiety, and because I have post traumatic stress disorder, and you go through the anxiety, and then you go through, and then anxiety has has subconscious memory, so it it may not hit you that day, but it right for me, it hits me sometimes that day, or even like one to two days after.
1: That's good to know, because I have the same stuff that I be doing yeah
0: right yeah. Krista, you'd be telling me that too mm-hmm. and that's what yeah. it is mm-hmm. yeah Cause, cause mm-hmm. the, the 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 okay so when you start feeling like the anxiety right and then the, you cry a lot and stuff that is good it's it's a result from the therapy because mm-hmm. it's a release that's happening yeah. you're healing and, right. the, it, the does like, mm-hmm. and it does looks, get better
1: attack sometimes, I just can't
2: breathe. So yeah. it's
3: like I'm gonna yeah. pass out, fall over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels no like bad, me. Mine's so bad that my mm-hmm. doctor and it, um, tells me that whenever I'm gonna stop, like, take a deep breath because I hold my breath and I don't realize it till I turn mm-hmm. it <laughs> mm-hmm. blue and
1: purple.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so like, at, at every stop sign, I just want you to take a deep breath. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And then I didn't realize I was actually doing it, so I was like, oh, "Okay, here. Okay, I need to breathe. Obviously, to live, right?" But, <laughs> um, but I think within like the one to two weeks of actually getting in it, mm-hmm. it gets better. It really mm-hmm. does. It's just that initial first two weeks for me, anyway. Yeah. Um, and even today, when I talk about things that are traumatizing, um, I still. So, Have the heaviness of the chest or the feeling like somebody's choking me out or um sweating at the hands
0: yeah it's just the therapy is it affects your nervous system
3: yeah i actually start i'll play with my hair Mm -hmm. or one time
0: oh uh, yeah one
3: time i had a headache or migraine and i took um and Mm -hmm. it was way too much and i ended up in the er and I was anxiety and I just kept scratching my neck like this. It was, I, I just was freaking the fuck out. And my girlfriend took me to the ER and Jason got away. <laughs> and this lady comes up to me and she goes, I just have to ask you, did somebody hurt you? And I go, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> and then they were like, we're trying to get a bed for you. I go, I don't even care if it's dirty sheets. I don't even care if it's just them plastic mattresses. Just give me a fucking bed. Like I was just like, yes. oh, what well, happened? So then the doctor comes in and she goes, Um, I think you overdosed on caffeine. What? Yeah, over I got yeah, I took too many milligrams of caffeine and it was just because oh I have anxiety anyway, and then when you bring on caffeine on top of anxiety, oh your heart and it, and spurred, it yeah, and then you're like breaking out, and then I was just scratching myself like this to just calming myself down, which which I understand why people cut because it's like takes away of what's actually going ah. on. I've ever done that. My girls, well, that's another story. But I nice used to, stuff? I used to just do this, and this. Mm-hmm. She's like, back. I was like, I was like, lady, get the fuck away from me! And then they gave me Adderall. They gave me two things of Adderall, and um. The Next thing Jason took videos of me, I was playing with a bounce sheet and I was going beep, 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 beep. It was really weird. The next day I, I woke up, he goes, don't well, you go downstairs to go to bed? It's time to go to bed. I go, I can't. This basement is scary. Like, I don't even remember none of this shit. None of it. <laughs> my girlfriend told me that when I had to walk in the house, she goes, It took me 25 minutes to walk in the house. And my drive, my car to my front door was like, 15, 16 feet away. Oh
2: goodness!
3: It was crazy, but it was just like, yeah, it was just crazy with the with the anxiety and everything. And who the fuck overdoses on caffeine? Right, I've never heard. I didn't of
1: that. know that it make your anxiety attacks worse. It does. I love tea.
3: I'll drink the mess out of it. I love tea. I actually have my. Tea I, tea I love <laughs> we tea.
0: We all love tea. We should all go for tea Monday. Um,
3: <laughs> but uh, i do love tea there's certain teas that will make me jittery but yeah. i have to really or even coffee will make you jittery mm-hmm. you've got to be careful but yeah they tell you if you have anxiety panic um attacks post-traumatic disorder to just kind of stay clear of caffeine and my phone is about yeah. to die so oh, yeah I it's a message.
0: Guys out. yep we're yeah. about to close it anyway because we've yeah. been doing for almost two hours well, now
1: can I show you guys my products? Yes. Yes. yes,
0: yes, please.
1: Okay, so um, like I was saying, every knockdown made me do something better with my life. Mm-hmm. So um, I became a life coach. Um, I still write and sell my books. I have nine, but the only one that is published right now is Journey: My Story, God's Glory. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a skincare line called Love Jones, and it's a skincare and hair all natural line. I have the Grow Crazy oil in the uh-huh. hair cream
2: uh-huh.
1: to make your hair grow crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I also have like body scrubs, bath salts and candles, bath bombs, soap, um, eucalyptus aloe soap, charcoal aloe soap, black soap. This is the black soap. These are made with the CBD oil.
0: Uh-huh. It
1: is the body butter, the bath salt. And the body scrub. Okay. I have
0: man and that comes and like a, as a
1: kit. Yes. Okay. And I have the man grooming set with the soap, the balm the wash, and the beard oil. Mm-hmm. And then I also have um Terra Health and Body by Aura. Body by Aura shows the shapewear that we have. And the Terra Health is about a healthy lifestyle, healthy eating, healthy living, exercising. So it goes with the body, bat or because you can exercise in the body, bath or <laughs> But I make smoothies, I make sea um, moss lemonades, and I also make vegan dishes now. And I'm gonna come out with a vegan cookbook really soon before May.
0: Awesome! And- That's gonna be beneficial for Lafayette listeners because they can get it right here in Lafayette. Food, I'll
2: send it too. Yeah, anywhere. Oh, really? You can you can ship the food.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, not the food. Well, I can freeze. No, the food. I was only
0: talking about the food, not the skincare. Yeah, the skincare you can ship anywhere.
1: And I have the gummies, Mm -hmm. so you can tell me. I have the elderberry gummies, and I have the sea moss gummies, I have apple cider vinegar gummies. I have the turmeric gummies. I have black seed oil gummies and hair and nail gummies.
0: Oh, I need some of the black seed oil. Okay. Yes, I definitely need black seed oil. Ah, seed oil is that's good. not
1: all I have though. Hold on. <laughs> I just forgot. I also have the detox detox tea. And ah. it'll take away all the parasites out of your stool and out of your body.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: you know, we all have parasites from eating meat. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, Crystal, is your website up and running? Um, I will send you the link. Okay. Okay. And then so, you can post it. Yes, because when I post a video on um YouTube, I'm gonna post the link to your website underneath it. Okay. And your also your Instagram and your TikTok and your Facebook.
1: Okay, so I'll I'll make a LinkedIn and I'll send it to you so that they yes. can find. Oh, that'll be
0: great. Is it Linktree? Linktree. Yeah. Yeah. Linktree. Linktree. Yep. Awesome.
1: Y'all gonna be linked. Wink, wink.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice to have you, Crystal. Um, we've been anticipating this uh, podcast for a little while, and it's so nice to finally have this podcast with you. You're such a beautiful soul and I enjoyed, I know Jen did too, but I enjoyed you today and um, sharing your story with us is so inspiring. And I know the listeners are going to receive something from it, especially those who've been through the same or similar things. Mm -hmm. Um, And just may God continue to bless you abundantly and keep your head up and stay strong and keep going. Don't ever quit. Thank
1: you, and <laughs> it was a pleasure to talk to you guys, meet you, God, well, meet you, Jen, yeah, and um, wow, like, yeah. it was an awesome conversation and interview, and I pray that God continue to bless you guys as well, and just anything that you guys need a one that he just give y'all an overflow of abundance and he protect y'all families and that y'all vehicles be running right and he you know bind up the accidents and that y'all y'all homes be right you know just him to bless you a bun and over a, and I just don't even know the word. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: <just laughs> your just socks me. off. Bless you socks off, Lord. Bless <laughs> <laughs> like yes, right. <laughs> Love it. yes.
3: Love
0: it. thank you thank you okay well jen do you have anything else you want to say Yeah. Oh, oh, i'm good okay awesome Wonderful. awesome so yeah. um uh yeah. yeah so next week we'll be posting this podcast next week so mm-hmm. the world can hear what we have to say today all right well guys it was awesome have a good evening. I love you guys, and yeah. thank you guys for listening to us. And have a blessed evening. Sending air hugs
2: for everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Aww, oh, come, 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 dream, say it.
2: Goodbye, yeah, Nani.
0: Bye,
1: baby. Oh.
0: <laughs> My godson, your you air oh. hug. Yes. Oh. Uh. <laughs> okay. All right. Good night, guys. Good night. Bye. Bye.